Welcome, everybody, to Total Sidebar, the podcast that keeps you on track by getting off topic. In this era of overachieving, where everything has to have a point, we have no point at all. And yet, we do have a lot to say. So let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Total Sidebar. So glad to have you here. I'm Ellen Cumley, along with my co-hosts, Jen Palmer and Alex Shumway, and we have a lot to cover today. You know how we are. You know there's a lot to get to. Uh, I am a mistress of many things. You are. kind of sassy. Uh, but <laughs> one of them is continuity, which doesn't sound sassy mm. at all. Nope. Nope, not hot at all. It Great. is sexy, though. I do think continuity. Oof, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm single. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to cover something. Our listeners contacted us and were confused about a word that we used or a concept we talked about last time, which was dicky. Mm. And I don't know about you guys, but when I need to research something further, where where would you go? Where would Wik- you go? Wikipedia. Google. Hands down. I, okay. Wikipedia. We're going with Wikipedia. <laughs> Google's right next to it. I was going to say, you Google it and it sends you to Wikipedia. So I, it's it the same is. thing. It's Wikipedia. just an extra step. The SEO guy at Wikipedia is doing an excellent, totally. excellent job. Well, I went to Wikipedia. First things first. Dickie is D-I-C-K-E-Y. Oh, what? Don't be doing the I-E. Because oh, uh, if you do, you get the Dickies pants, the work pants. Which I oh. I enjoy, and I, I buy them for my father-in-law. But back to the original Dickies. The original Dickies. Wow, yes. I've been spelling it wrong all these so, times. Wait a minute, I haven't spelled it at all. So I here's, I want, so I want to say this about that, um, about Wikipedia. And that is, I love Wikipedia because I don't know if it's going to be a really good listing or if it's going to be a real pain listing to find the answer to the question that you're trying to answer, Agreed. or if it's a treasure chest of random findings, and this one was kind of a treasure chest of random findings. Do tell. So I want to give you a couple of, of, of random findings. So um, a dickie is also known as a tuxedo front or tux front. Think of sure. those, those yeah. white dickies. Uh, it was originally known as, and we're going to use this probably every day of our lives, a detachable bosom. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Everybody, that's I, yours to use right I, now. I wish I could detach my bosom I, at various times during the day. Dickies can only do so much. Oh. oh There's really only so much. Um, there are celluloid dickies, What's which that? is like a hard plastic. What? Uh, Wait, because, why would you want that? Because, like, un, and I quote, unlike traditional cloth shirt fronts, they remain sleek, bright white, and did not wilt or wrinkle. But they looked really good, too. And they could stop a bullet, I But they were frequently maligned and spoofed for their stiffness, unmanageability, and tendency to pop out of place. Huh. Remember the um, the Bugs Bunny? Yes, where it rolls where it roll, out. Exactly. Yes, that's what I'm Like picturing. a window shade. That's known as the, and I quote, and they have quotation marks, the flapping dickie. A famous so, vaudeville cliche involves so a dickie, which jokes. has been intentionally rigged to flap in a comical fashion. Huh. Anyway, I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of that. And recently, if you look for um, season six, Liz Lemon wore a sweater type dickie on 30 Rock. So oh, wow. I know, I know, a lot. My so goodness. thank you. Thank you, you You're so welcome. I think we've, we've all learned something today, Absolutely. right? It's what the show is supposed to be Obviously. endless yes. learning. Oh my God. Um, thank you, listener, for asking for the clarification. You can always. Always ask for the clarification. You can Always. ask for my number. You can ask for all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot to cover today. I think we were going to kick it off with Alex. You are pretty uh, 
pretty partial to your topic today. What do you want to cover? I am. Well, as I sit here in the bunker um, with a long sleeve t-shirt and a poncho, because I'm always cold, um, I thought we could talk about fashion police. Ooh. We're going to go down the road of fashion trends we wish would just go away. Um, now, I have one that has, um, people wear this all, people wear these all the time, and when you see someone wearing them with her, you know when she's, she's skinny and petite, and she's got those tiny little, like, stick-type legs, and she's got her little skinny jeans, and so cute, and then she wears those flats, that when I say they're flats, I mean they're the flats that literally you could roll them up and jam them in your purse, and it's, oh my, I can't believe I'm about to go back to elves, but those, like, elfin toes mm-hmm. where they kind of curl up, mm-hmm. and you see those girls, and those, you're like, gosh, she looks so cute. And then, as a normal person who has birthed three children and don't have those tiny little stick legs, then you try them on, and they are the least flattering things, and everyone is all about these little flats, and I cannot wear them because I look like a lady who just should never wear them. Interesting. Please discuss. Okay. Um, I would just like to chime in with, before you even got to the footwear, I had a problem with the skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. I'm, I've been, I, I basically have a ticker clock going on waiting for that countdown to end when that trend will be over. Mm. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they basically look good on about an one-eighth of a percent of the population. And the rest of us have no business wearing them. We should all be wearing dickies other than that. <laughs> and so that's where I would say start with. However, I will say, I thought you were going in a different direction. I don't have a huge problem with those shoes because one time we had an aunt, may she rest, yes. who gave us each, she, she was partial to buying all three of us girls the same gift, and this was not so long ago, this was about five years ago, hmm. she gave us something that I believe was made by Dr. Schultz, you could it buy was. it in your, in your apothecary, um, ballet flats that mm-hmm. could be rolled up into the size of like, oh, I would say a wad of um, cash mm-hmm. rolled up and tied with a rubber band. I was mm-hmm. going to say tampon, but you're or right. Or that, a wad of cash. Mm-hmm. And Either. put mm-hmm. into your purse in case you needed a flat when you were wearing a pump, which I thought was ludicrous. And so I put them in my briefcase. And one time I was in New York and I basically gave myself like, I mean, it was the worst foot injury ever. And I pulled those little things out and I wore them around the streets of Manhattan. And it it was basically... It was freeing, wasn't it? It was freeing, but it was also, I mean, it was akin to wearing those Mm. paper things that they put on you when you're getting a pedicure around the streets of Manhattan. Mm -hmm. So it was probably foul and disgusting how little was between my foot and the sidewalk. Right. But I will, I do understand the freeing aspect of that kind of a very small flat that does make you look elfin can I can I just chime in you with maze. a professional perspective? Oh, sure. Wow. Because I, I think it's important that you get something from the expert. As a professional elf? <laughs> uh, speaking as no, as a professional uh, foot user. Um, I thank God we have one of those. I, here I'm today. here. My I'm God. Here. I walk, I run, yes. I pose, I skip. <laughs> I'm using them all the time. Um, I also have terrible feet. I like the, okay. Here's here's where I'm really gonna pick up a, a hot date because had bunions. Oh, had bunion surgery. How to right now? Almost flat feet. Mm-hmm. Oh, fall well, you get out of the arc. And army. big feet in the double digits. Wow, big feet, okay. right? Oh, everything. The, the trifecta. Everything going on. I um, have a podiatrist, Doctor Green. Marry me, Doctor Green, <laughs> um, who's fabulous, and he tells me never to wear 
shoes of that ilk because the lack really? of support on those shoes Yay. will wipe out your arches over time. So all the adorable yep. little people wearing adorable teeny tiny shoes are in for just a world of hurt Good. a few years from now. Huh. So Good. speaking as the crabby old lady with the big flat fat feet, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never going to get me to wear those things. Good. It's not happening. Good. So it's so, not just heinous and, mm-mm. you know, You're degrading. justified. You're justified. Thank you. You're yeah. out of the green. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my you, God. It's so nice that we have a medical expert on <laughs> hand to really prove our theories correct. I get Alex, calls did you all know the time. That? I did not. No. I looked everywhere on Wikipedia. Couldn't yeah. find it. Yeah. I get asked all the time. <laughs> I, know. I know. I don't want to throw it in your faces. Wow. We appreciate Renaissance wow, woman. Green, yeah. Renaissance. You got it all. You're the whole package. Now, were we talking about... F- other fashions that upset us are yeah. going to move yes. on. What's yes, yours? Yeah, I just went with skinny jeans, but you go right I'll, ahead. I'll give you, you know what, this isn't, a, I was going to talk about this in a future episode, but I'll just touch on it quickly now, and that is, it's not a trend, it's a, maybe an error in judgment. Mm-hmm. And that would be, because it actually happened to me yesterday. Um, they do say, like, clothes make the man, and what you're wearing influences your mood, right? And we all know that's true. If you're looking good, you're feeling good. Feeling good, looking good. I um, decided to walk um, a couple miles. It was a Sunday, and I decided to walk a couple miles to go get brunch. Sorry. Can I interject? Yeah. West is where I'm faucet. The Latin, Latin. clothes make the well, man. Then. I just was trying to remember, and I wasn't listening. Say, so say, there you say are. what? West is where I'm faucet. You're welcome. Yes. Faucet. I don't remember. Anyway, that's the Latin for clothes make the man. I'm sorry. It just, it, I, I. Wow. We had I'm, to I'm learn. Now. We, we learned Latin when yeah. we were younger. I did too. And I, I had a Gricolai, a Gricolai. <laughs> Farmer. Gricola. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all I have for you. Anyway, sorry. Please proceed. It just, what, what now are they now called that. again? Uh, Sententia. Sententia. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Like Vita Vita Vicky, that kind of stuff. Shout out to you, Mrs. Lowe. Yeah. Uh, Magistra Lowe. All this, Lowe. All this Latin was uh, pro bono today. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Indeed. All of you. Press on. What I was going to say is so I was walking and I was wearing comfortable. Um, kind of pulley on pants because pulley it was on. Sunday and I was mm-hmm. I'm going to be comfortable and I'm wearing yeah. my sneaks because I'm hiking around and I realized as I got walking down the street I'm like are these are these pants a little short are they a little bit shorter than than um, fashion would dictate I felt and so I kept looking like I kept leaning forward looking down at my ankles to see how much white ankle was poking out as uh-huh. I was walking down the street and then in my usual insecure way I'm looking around thinking is anybody looking at me and thinking that I'm just a little bit crazy because pants that are a little bit short right if you're if you see somebody pants that are short it doesn't make you think that's a confident person or that's a competent person it makes you think What's up there? A crazy person? Yeah, I yeah. Wait, was it just like 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 they just they just didn't fit? You're too tall for them? Okay, listen to me. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I no, know I, why. I know exactly I, why. Yeah. I'll tell you exactly it's why. It's something that Ellen and I suffer from that you do not. <laughs> and that is that An expanding waistline. When is when what you get when you get larger yeah. up above uh-huh. in any area above the knee, what yeah. happens is the pants being team players yeah. try to well they, well they try to they're like hey let's help out up there. So they, they, something, the fabric, everybody gets on the march. Exactly. And they shift north to try to take yep. care of what needs to be taken care of. And, and bless them. And bless them because they know, you know, yeah. I know those ankles, those guys yeah. can fend for themselves. Yeah. It's, exactly. We got, we got work to do up top. Exactly. It's all, there's no I in pant. No. If you'll notice. Panty. No. Or, well, no. No, no Dickie, one even knows. Yes. Yep. Yep. Anyways, but no, yeah, the pant tries to help compensate <laughs> and therefore it helps out along the waistline because that's where the troops are needed. The troops are sent north to go help where they're Look needed. Look, you guys, there's a war on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, 
That's what happens. They're sent north, and they go where they're told because that's what troops do. Yeah. Yep, they're team so my, players. So my troops were... Unfortunately, your ankles are the ones who are standing there alone. They're exposed. Exposed. Ready, ready to take on mortar fire. Your flank, yep. on the other hand, is well covered. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Ankles are like on the beach in Normandy. They, they're they're, they're the front lines, but and they, they know. They've been there before. But they're okay. It's not their first time. Think my ankles it. are pretty shapely, actually. Yeah, and not to mention, summertime, they're out there all the time on the front, front lines of that battlefield. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, been there, done that. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I, I'm fashion policing myself because I think I have to. I have to wake up, take a good long look in the mirror. And long being the if I word. need to get a different size pant mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. everybody, so all the troops can stay exactly where they're supposed to be. Or maybe that's what I should do. Or a taller boot. Or a taller boot. <laughs> or maybe a yeah higher sock. Absolutely higher yeah. sock. Taller mm-hmm. boot. Oh, a tube sock. Oh, <laughs> they're actually coming back. My so, my what? middle school kids wear them now. Tube socks. Yeah, tube socks like pulled up. Like pulled Boys up. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, little guy I, I, does that. I find it horrific. I don't. I I just I go right back kids. mentally to the seventies, like gym yes, class. Yes, me too. That's what it yeah. looks like. Yeah, and you didn't want to have that happen. No. Yeah. no. Well, then you also had short shorts. You know what we also had? Mm. Metabolism. And so True. I think back then it was all it <laughs> yeah. was all okay. Yeah. yeah. That yes, was fine. a lot was yeah. more okay. Ellen, I would just like to tell you that you are—you can join the ranks of the majority of the world, present mm-hmm. company included. Yeah, in that battle, and I use that term for it a reason. A, it's a battle. It's a war. Yeah, it's yeah. a war. Yeah, yeah, and we may not be winning. No, the I, battle. I, We're winning the war. I don't know. I forget how it goes. As I head you know into winter, I, I feel like hibernation is is yeah. already it's stasis to, has already set yes. itself down. Winter is coming. And winter, yes, well, it is. With winter. <laughs> Boots. So that's true. I mean, if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah. A side ponytail. Mm -hmm. They're Um, back, are they? They are. I've seen them. What? I've seen them. Do you not watch Andy Cohen? He's a huge fan of the side pony. Side pony has come back in recent years. Um, yeah, I f- he, he, who represents a lot of gay men, I think, in their opinions, are big fans of the side pony because it represents a lot of, like, the 70s kind of look. And they have come back. I don't have a problem with the I side pony. it's more of an 80s side pony. Am it I could wrong? be both, actually. Okay. You're right, yeah. I feel I, I can't do it. Oh, I can't pull it off. I feel, I feel like I'm leaning to one side. Exactly. I just can't if I, yeah. do, if I do a single pony. I, I have too much hair, too short hair. I couldn't do it. You ever do? Well, I can't wear an off one shoulder no. gizmo uh, either. Here's another one, what's with the shirts with the shoulders cut out? Yeah, I don't Can enjoy that either. Can we not do that? And, you know, I, I look at that and I'm like, well, mm. I'm definitely too old for that. And I'm counting anyone above 30. Yeah. And I'm, I'm talking about north and south. I'm north of 30. Um, but I look at that and I'm like, even anyone who hits 30, I feel like you can't do it. But then you see the housewives, speaking of, yeah. they're all wearing them. Well, don't, you, don't use them know. as a barometer. I was just going to say, let me, yeah. let me backtrack. I have, um, a, I have a strange urge, too, when I see those shirts. Those I, cutouts? Yeah. Yes, the cutouts on, especially the shoulders, okay? Yeah. I don't know where this stems from, but I have a strange urge to go up, like, with some lotion on my hand and, like, rub their little shoulders <laughs> till they shine. Okay. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have that I urge. I don't have that urge. Okay. It just looks like this little piece of exposed flesh yeah. that needs to be, like, shined or polished. I have yet to see okay. it flatter anybody. Yeah, I agree. I have that's yet to see it flatter I anybody. I mean, yeah, I agree. it'll pass. This one will pass. This two shall pass. It, 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 this two shall That's what we tell ourselves about every trend Indeed. that we hope to avoid. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't like them. All right. Anyway. Well, okay. thanks. Okay. So the topic that I brought today actually comes from a twisty, turny sort of source. So I will get to it, and let me, let me explain. 
I was on the train in our metro area uh, coming home one evening, and I noticed, as I'm sure everybody does now, that virtually every, I'm going to say 80, I'll call it 80% of the people on the train all had headphones on, right? Which made me think, huh, wow, this just, this is how the world is. And then I thought, yeah, well, that's, you know, it's also how it is in offices that headphones are usually on. And isn't that funny because we are all these big proponents of open office environments and yet everybody's operating in their silos and they communicate non-verbally most of the time. Uh, Isn't that bizarre? Which reminded me, though, of an incident in my past. I want you guys to be the judge because you always are. In your past, sure. In the past, I was working in a cubicle environment. Ugh. And I was, well, it's it's soul-sucking, as it were. But I'm working in the cubicle, and um, there's a guy sitting on the other side of the wall. And I am working away on my computer, minding my own business. And, but about, I don't know, every minute and a half, I'd hear this, (sighs) like a grumbly sigh. And they were increasing in intensity, like it was intended for me to hear that the person on the other side of the wall was unhappy with something and was trying to either get a rise out of me or get me to comment. And finally, this person, who was a very senior person in the company, it was a company that was like a pioneer of only using cubes, no corner offices, all that stuff. He pops up and he said, geez, could you type any louder? Oh. (laughs) And I just just look. Absolutely. Like, just (laughs) stop. My hands above the keyboard. I just might have, like, like I had been, like, imagine of all the things that you could be accused of doing. <laughs> Breathing too loudly. Any, like, just yeah. something that you're minding your own business, you're being Mrs. Productivity, and he just stopped me cold in my tracks, and I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and and Because it was, it was like the COO. I mean, uh-huh. it was seriously, Mike Massaro is his name, and I'll tell you more about it. <laughs> And and so I sat back down, and then I began my. Have you ever tried to it's type so silently? So hard, very difficult. It's virtually impossible. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, it is going to take me four Forever. hours of overtime right. to get uh-huh. this report done because I'm trying not to disturb Mike Massaro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I was going to say I'm waiting for you to say something because you know that. I, yes. Okay, so f- uh, there's a, there's lots of different things we could talk about. I'm going to start with. Um, commiserating with you because I remember years ago when I too was in a cubicle environment after having been in an office for a long time and then I went to a different job and I was in a cubicle environment and I was all by myself you couldn't see anybody else and so I would be on my computer and the guy in front of me John a mutual friend of all three Mm -hmm. of ours he would start laughing, and he was he would be like, "Are you kidding me?" He's like, "It sounds like you're drumming back there." And I was like, "I do." And my husband now, who's a tech guy, I lovingly refer to him as Dilbert. He's always like, "Dude, why? Oh my God, you're so loud in those!" And I do even in my office. I'll you hammer myself, away. Like I have the. Strongest sides of thumbs with that space bar. <laughs> I'm like, it's like a, it's like a symphony. Do you, do you burn through keyboards? Nope. Do you find that you break them? No, I don't. Then there's no. no I, I don't think there's any criticism Thank necessary you. here. Well, That's what and, I know. and you, you know, um, there are 
like I have a um, I have a laptop, but then I plug in an, an external keyboard Same to it. Same with me. Because I don't like the yep. the confines of a, of a laptop, you know, the hunched shoulders Agreed. and what have you. And I have a monitor that's plugged in as well. Yeah. So you can get keyboards that are very quiet. And as you know, when you type on a laptop, it's much quieter. Mm-hmm. But I personally, maybe I'm old school, love the click, 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 click. like the clack, 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 And I will tell you that there have been times, because I have a home office, that my children will come in and I can have a full-blown conversation with them with my head tilted to the right to speak to them while my fingers go clickety-clack, clack, 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 as I'm typing out an email or something else. And my husband will be like, how do you do that? Like... Clickety-clack with one part of your brain and have a conversation with me and the other. I'm like, because I'm that good. Yeah. Although, I will tell you, since you and I talk on the phone numerous times every day, I can always hear you when you're click-clacking. Of course. I yeah. have. I don't try to hide it. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were trying oh, to do things Oh, no. Quietly. I want you to think how productive I am. I would like to say that and somebody's 50% of the world, 60% of the world's going to get mad, but I really do love the limousine-like smoothness of your average Mac external keyboard 100%. versus yep. the... Do you know what keyboards cost now? Like, this is how cheap they are now. You can go get a keyboard for, like, nine ninety nine. Oh, sure. You can go get a PC. I like, yes. my, I like my old You like your clackety-clack. Yeah, you do. see, I do not like... You have the big, thick, like, yeah. three-dimensional buttons. You and I, yeah. Ellen, you right. and I are Mac people. Right. And I have an external Mac keyboard, too. Yeah. Because of posture, I will say. Yeah. Well, not because I'm so concerned my posture, because I threw my back out three years ago, and I will never do that again. But um, same thing. I love the external Just, keyboard, but I like them so flat. Now, when yeah. I have to do yours, I'm like, you know, all oh, fall. too much oh, work. It's like a yeah. typewriter for you. It's like a typewriter, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. but okay. So that was just about keyboard typing. Mm-hmm. Now about the actual etiquette part of it. My yes, question, his behavior. Yes. Mike Massaro, whatever his name That's is. That's it, Mike Massaro. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> you hearing us? Are you hearing us? Oh yeah, he's Mike. hearing us. Um, here's my question: What is he so concerned about? For numerous reasons. Number one, he's the COO. He's part of the reason you have the stupid office, open office environment. Mm-hmm. Number two, you have headphones on. No, he did he not. Didn't. Oh, he this was one back who in the day. It. He was oh, just back in the day. She was just referencing okay, right. what it's like today right. versus yeah. before. Well, then I go back to he could have made it all different. He could have erected the walls and given people offices mm-hmm. again. He could have moved I blame somewhere him. Else. I do too. Right? Well, can I? I'll, I'll just finish. Oh, yeah. with, what did you say to him? With. I said, sorry. <laughs> I believe that was probably what I said. Sorry. I get it. So let me, let's just say this is um, uh, this is justice in the office environment. Flash forward. Mike Massaro and I are traveling together yeah. to a client meeting uh, from San Francisco to Texas. So we get on, we have a connection. I can't remember where. Oh, Houston. We were trying to go to Austin. So we had to fly to Houston. And then connect to Austin. So we are coming into Houston at the end of the evening, and it's a packed flight, and it's a scramble to get to um, the connection. It's very tight. So we're getting on the plane. He's up in business class because he's a mucky muck. I am literally in the last seat in the middle in coach. And he comes back and says, I'm going to get off the plane because I get off first. I'm going to get off the plane and I will run and hold the plane until you get off because it's going to be a tight connection. And why don't you give me your bag so I make sure that it gets on and you just pick up my bag, uh-huh. you know, when you when you come out uh, the exit. Okay, yes, Mike Massaro, I will do this. Wait, were you like a peon at that time? I was not a peon, but I was, I was not a peon. I was like a mid-level. I okay. was a mid-level okay. person. Okay. Um, 
So anyway, the plane comes in. It is minutes, is probably seven minutes before the flight's supposed to take off, and they got to empty out these 200 people on this plane. Uh-huh. So um, I'm waiting, 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 stompy, stomping. I get off that plane. I'm carrying his, you know, suit bag um, and running to the gate, running. And it's empty, the Houston airport. It's like 1045 at night, something like that, or 11 at night. It's empty. I get there. The gate is closed. <gasps> Nobody's there. What? So it's the middle of the night. We have a meeting at 8 o'clock in the morning in Austin, Texas. And you have his bag? I have his bag. He has mine. And he left me. <gasps> oh, my God. Mike Massaro. Oh, my God. So, so I, as the industrious little go-getter I am, said, uh, guess I'm going to go rent a car. So I found the Hertz people who were still there, and I rented a car, and I drove across Texas in the oh middle of the night goodness. by myself with about 10 Diet Cokes by my side and a lot yeah. of country music yes. and knock on his door at 6 o'clock in the morning and trade bags with him. And just and he's, and he's, I'm sorry, I had to go. I didn't know what to do. They were shutting the door. I didn't know what to do. And so we get back to the office in San Francisco. And I tell the story to my boss, who tells it to her boss, who tells it to his boss, who's like, what kind of asshole are you? Uh You left a woman alone at night in in an airport out of town and had her driving by herself. Forget liability and, you know, lawsuits and all that stuff. But his name was smeared forever. So I thought back to clackety clack, clack, (laughs) clack on my keyboard. Yeah, suddenly not such a big deal. Who's right, who's wrong. Yeah. So justice can be had. Karma. She's fun, isn't she? Yeah. Uh-huh. She'll come and get you. Yes, yeah, she sure will. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I still don't understand, though, why you switched bags. I, he that had, that I was his. He, I, for some reason, he thought, um, I don't know what it was. I don't. I don't know why. Somehow he thought maybe he was taking two things, and he was. And he maybe thought if he got a, a bigger issue with Mike. I, than I we wonder th- what that he wanted. What do you want in your bag? We'll have him on the next show. Yeah, and he's more than welcome to chime in and defend his position, sure. which he tried and tried to do, and people just shouted him down. Hysterical. So Masaro, you have not a leg to stand on. Oh, yep. Mike Masaro. Mike Masaro. Let's put him on the list. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Jen, you had a topic you wanted to cover. I did. As we wrap today. Sure, sure. It's it's um, something that's incredibly deep. Um, I, <laughs> I, I'd hope so. I, I hope, glad I'd we expect got there. nothing less. Yep. I like to end on something that's super cerebral. Okay. That's just who I am as a person. Mm, yeah, True. Yeah. Um, so I'd just like to ask if this phenomenon is something that's only ha- that only happens with me or if it happens with the rest of the world. So there are days when I am in my car and I can tell within three minutes of whether or not it's going to be one of those days or whether or not it's not. I put the radio on, I listen to some music, I maybe change a station once or twice. There are days when every song I touch upon is something I haven't heard in ages. It is phenomenal. I am screaming at the top of my lungs. I go to the grocery store, I am hearing one-hit wonders from the 70s, 80s, 90s that I want to grab the person next to me in the bread aisle and be like, can you believe we're hearing this song? I haven't heard this in a decade. And then there are days when it is feast or famine, and I am in that car. I punch so many buttons. I turn that knob left, right, center. I cannot find a song to save my life. It is, you are either, it is a hit day, and you know it. The minute it happens, your day is going to be filled with wondrous music, regardless of where you are, or it is a day of missus. You cannot find (laughs) something to save your life. Is it just me? No. 
Hmm. No, I think I think I think it goes for all of us. We um, I was I'm a big fan of streaming music. Mm-hmm. I have um, lots of lots of different um, station. I'm a huge Pandora listener, as you know. Jennifer. I am as well. Yep, I, I listen to it all day. Same. I'm an extremely active listener. Like you I are? like to create my own stations. Like to curate, do you? I, I yes, oh. yes. To use a really overused marketing Please term, do. I'm a fan of curating. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, no, I. And and Friday nights often, um, my husband and some neighbors will will all get together in our um, in our kitchen and just drink wine and hang out. And that's where I always like to put on my Marvin Gaye Pandora station because all sorts of good things come up and it's kind of mm. cool and chill. But there's some songs you're like, oh my god, I love this song. One came on the other day that I loved so much. Bought, put it on a running mix. Um, Isley Brothers, which you'd be like, what? Lay away. Check it out, everybody. It was fantastic. Right and it was one of those songs where, as I said, you sit there and you're like, the hits are coming tonight. Yeah. They're just coming but one then, after the other. But then other times. Yes. No. Thumbs you listen, down, thumbs down, yes, thumbs down. Yes, you listen to the same station, you get nothing. Totally. It just seems so weird that there's no happy medium. It's always all or nothing for me. And it actually sometimes dictates the day I'm going to have. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Agreed. if I'm going somewhere and, and the hits just keep coming in the morning, I know it's going to be a good day. I know. That yep. the day be- that lies before me is going to be awesome. And the reverse is true, too. Yeah. Huh. I well, know it's just not going to be one of those days. If I am driving around, I am old school, and I listen to the radio or I listen to my playlists. I'm yep. not a streaming person in the car. And I find that if I can't find any music to listen to on the radio, I'm going back and forth between NPR and sports talk radio. Oh. And it's the strangest. Dude, I'm never doing a road trip. <laughs> the strange. Well, I, I just. I agree. Uh, I agree. Okay. If I wanted the sports, I'd <laughs> sports? be in my husband's truck. Okay, so let me complete sidebar on that. And that is, as I say to my friends, if you're a Democrat or if you're a Republican, it's very important to try to to get to know how the other side is thinking. Right. Agreed. So, totally so agree. don't just feed yourself. If you're a Democrat, don't just look at MSNBC, read the Wall Street Journal or vice versa. Like, like try to get a balanced opinion. Right. I take the same feeling with my exposure to sports talk radio because I feel that many of the people who call in are not my peeps per right. se, but it's good for me as a citizen of the world to hear <laughs> what everybody's talking about. And I will also say, as a woman who likes men, as you guys do too, <laughs> The, the the wonder that I still have at the things that they can talk about for yes. 7, 10, 15, ad, ad 18 hours forever. Agreed. That have, have nothing to do with anything real and don't accomplish anything at all. And it's just sheer speculation by people who are not, in fact, playing on the field. Mm-hmm. Is, it's remarkable. Is, um, it's amusing to me. I it's agree. amusing oh, to me. I mean, we... we but we, what I wanted to finish oh, sorry, is that bad. if I end up ping-ponging between NPR and Sports Talk, it's not going to be a great day. I really need a hit tune right. to get me so where I need to back. go. I, so it's, yeah, so if you ever see me in a crabby mood, you'd be like, hey, so who's playing this weekend? Yeah, yeah. lay off, <laughs> lay off the sports <laughs> radio. And NPR, too much NPR can just yeah. fry uh, your mind. I, can we just go back to the sports radio for sure. one nanosecond? Mm-hmm. We here, we ladies live in Patriot Nation, mm-hmm. and during Deflategate, I listen to, I do listen yeah. to sports radio every now and then. Yeah. I don't. I 
You said mm-hmm. seven hours. We're, we were talking <laughs> it was something about twenty four seven. It was twenty four seven, thirty six weeks straight of talking about how much air was in a football. People calling in over and over oh, and those over were again. Good times. I just, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't believe these people uh-huh. are so obsessed. Well, how many times can someone say balls and ball? That was <laughs> it was it was a high point yeah. in New England radio history. It we're really very was. proud. We are. We're proud of oh everything. Damn God, I know. Yeah, I know. I would. There was numerous um, fights in my house because I was at odds with my husband on the Tom Brady-ness of the whole thing. I kept saying, why doesn't he just say he did it? I don't oh, think don't, anyone You do not want to open this can of worms. And that's what it is. And then it was like, but everybody does it. I'm like, then, and this, and I was like, am I talking to my children? Then just say you did it and say you're sorry. Everyone does it. I'm like, nope. oh my God, I'm, yeah. I'm having a mother-son argument with my husband. So, I, I, yeah. I'm shutting that worm can. Yep. All right, you, back inside worms, in you go. And I think we're just about wrapping, yeah. ladies. Crazy. I know, um, I know. I want to make sure before we do, though, and before I thank my gorgeous co-host, to make sure you listener out there, email us, tell us what's going on. Ask us again about the dicky, and if you really understand what's <laughs> going on, totalsidebar at gmail.com. All one word, totalsidebar at gmail.com and let us know what you think. And if you have other things to tell us, like, please, can you talk about something like... Lampshades. Yes, yeah. lampshades. That's mm-hmm. that's hot right now. I'm somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I looked around the lawn garden at the lampshade store. Yeah. It was either uh, that or binder clips. It's, so I oh, I went. That's a whole separate yeah. segment. So on that binder clippy note, <laughs> thank you, Jen. Thank you, Alex. Um, thank you, listeners, and we'll see you again next time. Yeah, later.